SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Power number two of our two-hour extravaganza on this Monday, April 26th. Here's truly Scott Wetzel sitting in, taking you right up until 7 a.m. Eastern time. Maybe some phone calls, 844-843-6879. You can send a tweet at Opposite Picks. Email me. Go to the website, OppositePicks.com. Uh, hit the contact Scott icon and fire away. little YouTube chat as well. We got baseball. We got uh, NBA. We got NHL. We got a couple little tidbits as well. Uh, all to get to in this final hour, including our opposite pick segment that we always do at uh, 640 Eastern time. So uh, let's get right to it on this uh, glorious Monday, the 26th. Baseball late last night. Dodgers blow with six-run lead. They lose the battle and the war. And at the, they were leading at 7-1. Padres scored two in the seven, two in the eight, two in the ninth. And then one in the 11th, they went at 8-7. to seven. And I don't know how we missed this uh, since we seen the corner of the market on injuries. Uh, but the David Price left the game for the Dodgers in the seventh inning with a hamstring injury. Not good. <clears throat> so uh, you got injury concerns with the Dodgers already this year. Um, you know, whether it's uh, Mookie Betts or now David Price. Uh, you know, Cody Bellinger's been out for a little while there. Uh, you know, as long as they can stay away from the injuries, then uh, they're going to be the champs, I think, when everything is said and done. But that's a big if. You can say the same thing about the Brooklyn Nets, right? So uh, Dodgers uh, lose three of four to San Diego. Good job by the Padres. Tatis Jr. hits another home run. He had five for the series. but He was just unbelievable. So <clears throat> in 11, San Diego wins it. Eight to seven. Uh, Giants beat the Marlins last night as well. Four to three. No big deal there. The other story, obviously, Diamondbacks uh, sweep a pair from the Braves. One nothing, seven nothing. Madison Bumgarner in the nightcap throws shutout baseball. No hit baseball through seven innings. Major League Baseball's official rules say the game's got to be nine innings for it to be officially a no hitter. Even though the rest of the world knows that, listen, if you throw a game and it's uh, no hits, that that's a no hitter. Whether it's five innings, six innings, seven innings, eight innings, but. You know, only in Major League Baseball is a no-hitter really not a no-hitter. That said, if it's a range-shortened game, you know, six innings, seven innings, eight innings, whatever, that doesn't count as a no-hitter either. If you have two, three, four, five pitchers combining for a no-hitter, that doesn't count as a no-hitter either. So Major League Baseball has its quirky little rules. Uh, it does for sure. But, you know, in my world, a guy throws a complete game, whether it's seven innings or nine innings or 15 innings, and the other team doesn't get a hit, well, that's a no-hitter in my book. Just make a separate category, that's all. If you need to have a seven-inning category and a nine-inning category, if we're continuing with this seven-inning game uh, on double-header days, then you got to you know start a separate category. It's simple as that. So Bumgarner pitches well. We're dropping him from our bet against Bumgarner tip that we got from a listener. Thanks for nothing there. Um, so, yeah, because he's pitched well the last two times out. His ERA is still over six for the, week, for the year, but – uh, I, I thought he would be a complete bomb, and obviously that has not been the case. Braves, by the way, get one hit over 14 innings. They get shut out. You know, if you got the Braves in baseball, bingo. Boy, uh, you didn't do anything this weekend. Uh, they get shut out back-to-back games, one hit in the first game by Zach Gallon, and then no hit in the nightcap. One hit in 
14 innings. Man, this is from a team that's supposed to win uh, the, the National League East. Now 9-12. and 12. So uh, they obviously have their struggles. Colorado, uh, Trevor Story at uh, Grand Slam, beat the Phillies 12-2. to Cubs get blanked by at home 6 nothing. Uh Pirates win again 6 to 2. Pirates are 11 and 11 now. Yeah, I said they were 10 and 11. They're actually 11 and 11. Beat up on the Twinkies as the uh Rocco Baldelli watch continues, I'm sure. Uh Otani with a home run. Angels beat the Astros 4 to 2. They rallied Mets blank the Nationals 4 nothing. Uh Blue Jays 1 nothing over the Devil Dogs. Stankies lose and the Red Sox win. It was a beautiful weekend. Thank you very much Cleveland taking one game anyway that four game set was where they were going to get swept. And um, you know, Red Sox beat the, the Mariners 5-3. That Mariners team is actually not bad. They put up a pretty good fight this weekend. And the A's, oh, by the way, had their 13-game win streak snapped uh, by John Means and uh, Baltimore 8-1. to I tell you what, you know, I don't know what Means' uh, financial status is. I don't know how quick he is or soon he is to get in the free agency. But if Baltimore, you know, if there was a guy out there that we thought would bring back something for the trade deadline, if you're an Orioles fan, tell you what, the way he's been pitching, 2-0 and this year, 1.5 ERA, pretty good last year as well on a god-awful team. You know, if they could trade him and get, uh, you know, two, three solid prospects in a, for a team that's, you know, contending, wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. He's actually a pretty good pitcher. He, he really is. So Orioles win it 8-1. Uh, to one. NBA last night, a uh, little backdoor cover for the Washington Nash, or Washington Nash, Washington Wizards who were trailing most of the way against uh, Cleveland, 119 to 110. Russell Webb, Bradley Beal did leave the game with an ankle injury. Just check his status for tonight's contest. Russell Westbrook, we talked about this yesterday. It's amazing. He has had a triple-double, and it's either 9 out of 10 or 10 out of 11. Uh, I think it's not 10 out of 11 because he had one Friday night. 10 out of his 11 games, the last 11 games, he's had a triple-double, right? FanDuel had his odds of having uh, another triple-double for last night's contest at minus 220, lowered from minus 230. Now think about that for a second, because who likes to lay the thing? But something that has happened 10 out of 11 times, and you're only laying basically 2-1. to one. You should be laying 9-1, to one, theoretically, right? I mean, the guy's been a double-digit machine, and it's only minus 220, lowered from 230. Did he get his triple-double? I'll let you know when we come back. Opposite picks. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. That's hit well. Way back in left center, and Michael Franco's got a home run. His second as an Oriole. Bird's third of the day, and there's a little more breathing room as the Orioles go up 4-1. Trying to close out that 13-game win streak. Strike three. There's his first Major League K. Ends the game. The Orioles win, and Oakland's 13-game win streak comes to an end. You're listening to Opposite Picks with Scott Wetzel on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. 
Hey, there you go. Uh, I'm not sure if that was Orioles or A's Radio Network. I think Oakland. I didn't sound too thrilled with the victory. Yeah, A's Radio Network there with the call as uh, the Orioles do beat uh, the Oakland A's eight to one snap in uh, their uh, A's. Yeah, that's what I figured. Uh, A's uh, Radio Network there. Uh, a thirteen game win streak. Uh, all good things must come to an end. So, uh, but still, not, not thirteen in a row. Pretty damn good. Pretty pretty damn good. Uh, six more shutouts yesterday. And, you know, people were on uh, Scott Wetzel sitting and taking you right up until 7 a.m. Eastern time. You know, the, the people are suggesting just play the unders, just play the unders. And as I told you, you, you can't do that now because the, the totals are so low. Like a fan duel, I'll, I'll tell you for today's games. Uh, let me flip over to that screen. Where is it? Baseball. Uh, here are your totals. Eight. That's not too, too bad. Seven and a half. Nine for Stanky's uh, Orioles, but that's with Matt Harvey. You think that would be 12. You know, eight for Cubs and Braves. Well, I must say, for a team that got blank back-to-back games and one hit, uh, you know, under eight actually isn't too bad for Cubs-Braves. Oakland-Tampa Bay, eight and a half. Marlins-Milwaukee, six. Burns and Raj, six. Uh, Philadelphia-St. Louis, eight. You know, Angels-Rangers. Rangers, Rangers, you know, know, down in that ballpark, eight and a half only. Um, Rockies, Giants, seven and a half. Dodgers, Reds, seven and a half. And, you know, it, it's tough to play unders when uh, it's six. You know, that that's really crazy. Uh, and seven and a half and seven. You got a couple eight and a half thrown in there. But even that, you know, you know, last year you were looking at nines across the board or higher. But as I've told you, you get better value if you bet the under run hits and errors line. Like yesterday. Without knowing them specifically, I think there were two games that went over, but if you bet the run hits and errors under, you would have won. Um, I think Baltimore and, and Oakland is one of them. You know, they combined for nine runs, eight to one. I'm sure that went over, right? But if you played the under hits, runs, errors, they only combined for 22. So... I'm pretty, you know, most are in the 23, 24, 25, 26, 27 range. You know, Seattle, Boston was in the 28, 29, 30 range. It goes, you know, but most are at least 24. Uh, I'll give you an example. Stanky's Garrett Cole and and, um, and uh, Bieber, a Friday night, they were 22. So that's the extreme. You're not going to get too many of those. The two best pitchers maybe in the American League. Uh, you know, outside Eduardo Rodriguez and uh, Nathan Avaldi. So you're looking at at least 24, generally speaking, or higher. And there's one, eight to one, that, that went over, but it would have gone under. Um, there was one other one. Um, Stanky's had 26. Uh, it definitely went over seven to three. It would have gone over seven to six. Uh, that, that may have gone under as well. Um, and then there was not Pittsburgh Twinkies that went over. That went over. There was one more thrown in there that I thought may have gone over. Giants Marlins may have gone over at four to three, or at least a push anyway. But their run hits errors was only twenty two. So you get about one or two, not a lot, you know, but you get about one or two a day. You don't get rarely. You should never say never, but you rarely get an under if you play the run hits and er- or, uh, the run line, but the game goes over run hits and errors, especially this year, because you're just not getting any hits. So 
Listen, in a uh, in a 10-game schedule, if you can get one or two that would be a winner versus a loser, you know, that's an extra 10, 20% in your favor. You, you can't pass that up. And I'm telling you, they're all that way. They're all 24, 25, 26. And, uh, you know, you can count on one hand how many times it, you, you'd get burned doing that. You, you just, you're not getting hits this year. And we, we pointed out there are only half a dozen teams that got 10 hits or more. I mean, Orioles scoring eight runs on only nine hits. Uh, Indians scoring seven runs, yet only nine hits. Uh, Red Sox scoring five runs on five hits. Um, you know, Diamondbacks scoring five runs on only eight hits. You know, it's it's like uh, White Sox scoring eight runs on eleven hits. You, you think Brewers scoring six runs on seven hits? It's weird. Even the teams that are scoring the runs are not scoring runs based on a lot of hits. That that that's what's really strange. So we'll pick out you know a new little thing that we're going to do. We're always kind of evolving here. Uh, we we started with our shots on goal in the NHL. Our our latest one's going to be. <clears throat> excuse me, uh, run hits and errors. I wish there was one category on FanDuel where you could just go to that. Uh, unfortunately, they don't have that. I mean, they have the line, but you got to hit more wagers, and then you got to look for it in, in all the props that they have. I wish there was just one page, uh, much like they do with all the others, that uh, you'd be able to pick that stuff out. But um, unfortunately, they don't have that. So, but then we're going to do that. You know, we'll, we'll try and get that. Uh, I'll pick the ones that I think will offer up, uh, you know, better value. Maybe we'll do two or three of those a day. Why not, right? And, uh, you know, hopefully make a couple of shekels that way. So, baseball with nothing but unders yesterday. Um, is, uh, overall, it's been a low scoring, we'll just say. Because in the end, it really does even itself out. Like yesterday, there were there were nine unders, six overs, and for the week we have it down to thirty six unders and twenty five overs. So, but I bet you the run hits and errors that thirty six probably is is like forty five. Well, yeah, forty forty three or so. I, I bet there are about six or seven more unders that way than uh, than actual overs. So, if you're just gonna do a blanket, I'm an idiot, you know, every single game. Do it with the run uh, hits uh, and errors. I think that's the, the the best way to go. Hockey yesterday, you know, I, I bring this that no, no big deal. It's the Flyers and New Jersey Devils, right? I mean, who cares? Uh, both are out of it. Devils have lost ten in a row. But yesterday, uh, we had them in our six team, not sixteen, but six team parlay. Game number five of our six team parlay. And they're down three to one against the Devils with about three minutes left. And I'm I'm fuming because yesterday, if you listen to our show, I was hemming and hawing. And really, it's a classic case of just walk away with these parlays. You don't have to do one every single, and you really shouldn't do one every single night if, if you don't really love it. And, and Tampa Bank and Columbus had rat, you know what, written all over it because Columbus's only two wins in their last 17 games have come against Tampa Bay. So I knew they were going to play them tough, and they did. Lightning did win, but they needed overtime at home. And, you know, Philadelphia and New Jersey, there's a rivalry there, you know, separated by about an hour and a half uh, down the, the turnpike. And, uh, you know, Philadelphia, that, that team sucks. They shouldn't be two-to-one favorites over anybody. I, I hemmed and hawed. I was like, yeah, but the Devils have lost 10 in a row. You know, 13 of 14, I think. It, yeah, let, let's do it, right? And they're down three-to-one with three minutes left. And I'm all pissed off. Like, ah, man, I knew it. I knew it. I knew it, right? And then they scored two goals 
in the final three-plus minutes, send the game to overtime. Devils dominate the overtime. They have a, a, a power play, a rare, rare power play in overtime. They still can't score. Flyers go up. I don't think I've ever seen this. Flyers go up 2-0 in the shootout. Devil or Flyers score. Devils don't. Flyers score again. So they're up two. So the Devils would have to score twice on their final two shots and the Flyers not score. That's what happens. If the game goes to six shootouts and the Flyers eventually win it four to three. Cha-ching, cha-ching. So our six-team parlay, we're in five. We got to pick a winner for number six. How much are we going to win? We'll figure that out. And I'll tell you that Westbrook thing as well when we come back. Opposite Pick Sports Grid Radio. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Yes, Network. Nets uh, with the call there. They do come up with a big win yesterday over the uh, Phoenix Suns, who have now lost, uh, is, it, is it two in a row, right? Boston and the Nets uh, back-to-back. How about that? I think, gee, what are the chances of the Nets uh, winning or lose or uh, the, the Suns losing three in a row? Uh, that that would be something. So uh, good job by the Nets. And uh, as one, uh, Kevin Durant scores 33 in 28 minutes. Uh, amazing. All right, let's check out our, uh, oh, by the way, uh, <clears throat> Russell Westbrook, he did not get the triple-double. Amazing. He had only five rebounds. Had double-digit assists, double-digit points, as you think he would get, but he only had five rebounds. It's amazing. You know, it's like we were saying it yesterday during the show. How did they know? How did they know? You know, I mean, this guy's gotten a triple-double in 10 of his last 11 games, 17 of his last 21 they're playing god-awful Cleveland, and it's not like they're playing a great defensive team. Uh, the Wizards are playing terrific. They had won seven in a row. I mean, it made no sense for him not to get a triple-double yesterday. No sense. And it was a close game. I mean, the only little caveat we were saying was, well, you know, if they blow Cleveland out and he sits the fourth quarter because they play the Spurs tonight, you know, maybe that's some of their thinking. And maybe maybe that was it, but as it turned out, you know, he played the whole game because it was a close game, so it was the perfect scenario, and he still didn't get the triple-double. I mean, 10 out of 11, and you're only laying basically 2-1 to one on something. I mean, what are the, you know, if something happens 9 out of 10 times and you have to bet on that and you only have to lay 2-1, to one, that's called value, you know, that but somehow or another, they knew he wasn't getting the triple-double, and he didn't. Amazing. Just amazing. So the uh, Flyers do win, though. They keep our six-team parlay alive. We got to have one more to complete it. Let's see where we stand right now, shall we? Let's see how many shekels we're going to win. All right, we started out last week. This is a parlay number nine. We've been doing this for a little while. We're one and seven. We're plus three thousand fifty-three dollars because all it takes is to win one, and we won one, and that paid about thirty-six hundred bucks. We give it a little bit back, but that's okay. Obviously, we're playing with house money here. So, uh, beginning of last week, we had Florida, the Panthers minus two ten. 
We followed that up with Vegas. Uh, I forget who they were playing at minus 260, though. So we hefty numbers here, but that's okay. If we uh, cashed out, not that you can, because once you put in four, five, six, seven, whatever amount, uh, you, you generally can't cash out, uh, out on that. So we, we just did six because, uh, I don't know, I like six. So minus 210, minus 260, $100 bet, all based on we'd win $104, right? That's not good enough, obviously. We're in this for the big bucks. We got big bills. We got two kids in college. We got a mortgage. We got house payments. We got car payment. We, we got the whole kit and caboodle. So then we threw the Minnesota Wild in there, right? And minus 170, they were playing, I think it was San Jose. All right, when you throw the Wild in there at plus uh, minus 170, we're up to 224 bucks. All right, uh, we're inching a little higher, but again, that's that that's not enough. Then uh, over the weekend, we threw the, the Pittsburgh Penguins in minus a whopping 335 against the Devils. But you know what? It's an easy winner. Uh, now we're up to uh, $321. Then last night, we threw the uh, Flyers in there at minus two to one. That should give us a decent little jump, I would think. And it's not a lot, but uh, now we're at yeah, minus uh, or a plus 532 bucks only. All right. You know, we've had a bunch of big favorites. Now, you could cash out now in that you could hedge. In that if you uh, put a team at Pickham in there for tonight, minus 110, your winnings would be $1,107. You could, let's just say, uh, give me a game here, uh, Scott. Uh, let's go to... Uh, Let's go to the NBA because those are the easiest. NBA, first one on the board. Doesn't matter who it is, right? So we could lay Atlanta in our five-team parlay, minus five and a half against Detroit. If Atlanta wins, we win $1,100, right? Then we also could bet 500 on Detroit. This way, if Detroit wins, we win 500 on Detroit. And we only lose 100 on our 16 parlay, so we net 400 bucks. If Detroit loses, well, we lose $550, but we've won $1,100 with our 16 parlay. So you could cash out now and guarantee yourself $500, basically. But you know what? We're up. We're playing with house money. We got three in a bank. Uh, 3,000. So, uh, you know, we're not going to do that. Uh, we won't hedge. You can, but we won't hedge for our purposes. Who are we going to pick tonight? You know, I got to tell you, I really don't like the schedule tonight. Um, and that's the beauty of these open parlays. You, you don't have to play anybody if you don't really, you know, and, and we got lucky. I will say we got lucky uh, last night with the Flyers win. And that's kind of spooked me a little bit here. So I don't like the NBA card. Atlanta, Detroit, ugh. you know, Lakers against Orlando. I would say L.A., but they're laying 10. That's a big number for a team that just lost back-to-back -back games. I'd say Philadelphia against OKC, but they're laying 11. And you, you just don't know who's playing for for Philadelphia. And you, you could lay the 11 and end up being no Embiid and no Simmons. They still should win by double digits, but I like Washington. They've won eight in a row, but that's got, rat, you know what, written all over it. And you don't know if Bradley Beal's playing, so you can't play that game. Toronto, Cleveland, forget about it. Suns lane two against the Knicks. That's interesting. What are the chances? Let me just double check. Am I forgetting about a game with Phoenix? Have they lost back-to-back -back again? What are the chances of the Phoenix Suns losing three in a row? Uh, they had lost three in a row in January, back-to-back -to, -back to Denver, then Oklahoma City, when Oklahoma City was actually a decent team. 
So it's not like it hasn't been done before. They have lost three of the last five, and the Knicks. Here's the bottom line, though. Knicks have covered 12 in a row. I'm not getting in front of that train. I mean, you'd have to be nuts to play the Phoenix Sun. You just can't do it. So that's, you know, Miami-Chicago. You know, Miami won uh, Saturday night, but you're playing the same team. Yeah, I don't like that. Clippers laying three against the Pelicans. I would do that, but you, you just don't know who's playing for the Clippers week in, week out. I, you know, whether Kawhi's going to be out or George, I, I can't blow my six-team around a club that might have nothing but scrubs playing. I would say Utah at Minnesota because the Jazz just lost to the Teacups at home Saturday night. However, I will tell you, D'Angelo Russell is back for Minnesota. And when you put Russell... And Carl uh, Anthony Towns and Anthony Edwards on the court, they're actually not a bad little team. So as much as Utah is going to come back with a monster effort, no Donovan Mitchell either for the Jazz. I can't do that. Denver laying four and a half against Memphis isn't too bad. Denver at home. Memphis all big back-to-back wins against Portland. How much is left in their tank? They, they played last night. Um, let me think about that for a second. And in Dallas, Sacramento, no, nothing, nothing there. Uh, baseball. All right, let's go to hockey. I always like doing the hockey. It's been a hockey dominated uh, six teamer. Uh, nothing on the. We got some good games. Colorado, St. Louis, good game. Carolina, Dallas, good game. Florida, Nashville, very good game. Arizona. You know, San Jose's lost eight in a row, but eh, I'm not blowing a 16 parlay on the Coyotes, though. Ugh. Eh, we'll pass on that. And then baseball, the only one would be the Stankies with Matt Harvey. But, you know, I could see Harvey. He's actually pitched fairly well this year, facing the Stankies, you know, him being in New York against the, with the Mets for all those years. No doubt he's going to be sky high. Debbie Garcia pitching for the Stanks. But it lines down to 164. What a Yankees have just owned Baltimore. Just owned them. I got a couple of plays that are like semi there, but not quite all the way. If this was like leg number two, three, or four, I'd be playing them. But this is this is for the win. Oakland, Tampa Bay, I'd say the A's, but they had their win streak snapped. Miami, Milwaukee, no. Philadelphia, St. Louis, no. Astros, Seattle, no. Rock, San Fran, Cincinnati, the Dodgers. Are Dodgers going to lose again? They've been in a little bit of a funk. Uh, not with Urias on the hill. If it was Kershaw, maybe. Nah, I, I, you know, I, I, I can't believe it. But I got to take a pass. I got to take. A, we will though start a new one. Uh, we'll put. You know, we, there's no rule about not having two of these things alive. So we, we will do that. I'm going to put the Stankies in there uh, at minus one sixty. Uh, and I'm going to put the Denver Nuggets in there as well, minus four and a half. Uh, so we're actually going to put two teams in there today. And this will be on uh, parlay number 10. Parlay number nine, in which we need to complete, nah, we're, we're going to hold off on that. Um, you know, when we're that close to winning, you got to make it be an absolute, absolute. I don't have an absolute, absolute. So we'll go with the Stanks. Minus the 160, uh, really 165. I'll just put the 165. It's 63, but who wants to be technical? Uh, and then we'll go with the Denver Nuggets uh, minus the four and a half. That'll be in parlay number 10. 
Uh, but for parlay number nine, we'll just kind of leave that one open. Uh, we'll do our pyramid of plays here after the opposite picks uh, next segment. I got to come up with a couple of winners. We got the, we got screwed yesterday with Taylor Hall. Fudge. Um, he didn't have any shots on goal. First game as a Bruin without any shots on goal. He had been on fire. An easy winner. Boy, I, I, I thought for sure Bruins and uh, Penguins would be up and down. That would be like a 5-4 game. But oddly enough, the one guy that had his three shots on goal was our former boy, Brian Rust. Crosby and, uh, and Hall went under. All right, opposite picks coming up next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Yeah, LLs know what that music means. Time to take out your pad and pencils and get set for the fastest and, more importantly, most profitable five minutes in radio, Opposite Picks. What are Opposite Picks, you newbies ask? Well, we give you five, six, seven games a night, five, six, seven thousand reasons why we like one team, and then we go opposite. Why? Because despite all the stats, trends, hunches, injury reports, weather reports, and everything else, nobody but nobody beats the boys in Vegas and FanDuel. Proved it again last week, going 15-14. and 14. Not great, but you know what? Not bad. Bringing our overall record to 205 winners, only 191 losers, with oddly enough, only one push. Here we go. We got a six-pack for you tonight. We'll start in the NBA. Lakers laying 10 at Orlando. L.A.'s coming off back-to-back embarrassing losses at Dallas. Next up, the Magic. Just what the doctor ordered. After a nice little run after the trade deadline when they moved Vukovic and Aaron Gordon, the Magic are now pathetic, just like everyone figured they would be. They've lost 11 of 12, going 3-9 and nine against the spread in the process, including last night's loss. Lakers should just crush Orlando. Give me the Magic plus the 10. Pick number two, Philadelphia laying 11 versus OKC. You know, there have been a few go-against teams this month, really the last two months that we've taken advantage of. Houston, the Rockets, Orlando, and obviously OKC as well. Thunder 1-16 and 16 straight up, 4-13 and 13 against the spread since the trade deadline when they told the NBA world they don't care about winning anymore. And boy, they have not. Ugh, they are horrible losing nearly all those games by double digits. Now, no word if Embiid or Simmons is playing for the 76ers, but you know what? It doesn't matter. You have to keep playing against OKC. You could name two Thunder players if you tried. Love Philadelphia tonight against OKC. Give me OKC plus the 11. Pick number three, Washington plus two against San Antonio. Wizards have won eight in a row, seven and one against the spread in that process. Maybe no Bradley Beal for the Wiz. He did leave last night's game with an ankle injury. But you know what? The Washington Wizards are at home. They're playing great basketball. Less Beal means more Russell Westbrook. No issues with that. You know what? It doesn't matter whether Beal plays or not. Winners bet with streaks. Losers bet against streaks. It's as simple as that. Speaking of losers, Spurs head coach uh, Greg Gray Popovich. Have you seen pictures of him lately? Uh, hey, coach, do it, get, get a shave, will you? Uh, he's more concerned with social issues than he is winning right now with basketball. So uh, I love 
I got a team that's won eight in a row playing at home, getting points against a mediocre Spurs team. Oh, love Washington tonight. Give me San Antonio minus the two. Pick number four, Utah laying nine and a half at Minnesota. I love the fact Minnesota beat the Jazz in Utah Saturday night. Yeah, the pathetic, god-awful, biggest waste of human flesh in NBA uniforms beat the team with the best record in the NBA in Utah, no less, two nights ago. No Donovan Mitchell again for the Jazz tonight, though. He remains out with an ankle injury, but that's okay. Jazz Mike Conley and Joe Ingles combined for 6 of 24 shooting the other night. Only 18 points. That's not going to happen again. Jazz will absolutely positively get revenge. They circled this game the moment that game Saturday night ended. Love Utah. There's a reason why this line is 9.5. It's a big number. They're begging to take Minnesota. Don't do it. Love the Jazz tonight. Give me Minnesota plus the 9.5. Pick number 5, Denver. We got a 7-pack for you. Denver laying 4.5 versus Memphis. NBA must love the Nuggets. How else can you explain the schedule they've had recently? They've had a number of teams that are not only playing on back-to-back nights while the Nuggets are off, but also playing their third game in four nights. That's tough on any team, especially one going into Denver. You know, uh, the Suns were in that spot against Boston this past week, and they got buried. They don't have any legs. Same thing happens here with Memphis. Grizzlies played last night in Portland after playing the Jail Blazers Friday night as well. Meanwhile, Denver was off. They got to fly to Denver after playing late last night. Good luck. Love the Nuggets who are 5-0 since the Jamal Murray season-ending injury. Give me Memphis plus the 4.5. Pick number 6, NHL. Arizona Pick'em at San Jose. Again, greatest sports axiom of all times in play here. Winners bet with streaks. Losers bet against streaks. It's as simple as that. San Jose has lost eight straight. They've seen their playoff chances take a huge hit. Arizona, meanwhile, is a point ahead of St. Louis for the final spot in the West thanks to their win over L.A. Saturday night. Coyotes also 3-1 versus the Shark this season, outscoring them 17-9 in those games. San Jose stinks. Love Arizona. Pick them. Give me San Jose. Pick them. Final pick. Number seven, baseball. Stankies laying buck 75, buck 65 now at Baltimore. I know the Stanks have struggled this year, but they did take three or four against Cleveland, and this is the Orioles. It's a different story when they face the Orioles. New York could be 0-50, and I'm still playing them against the Orioles. You have to. They're 25-4 and versus Baltimore. Their last 29 games, winning 21 of those 25 games by two runs or more. And the kicker is the Orioles have Matt Harvey on the hill tonight. Yeah, the same guy we bet against every single game. Stanks versus the O's with Harvey on the hill? Oh, it doesn't get any better than this. I mean, you'd have to be the biggest bird brain, butthead, peckerhead, pinhead, meathead, muttonmouth, mope, moron, stewed, pigeon, nincompoop, goofball, jerk, jackass in the world to put American money on Baltimore tonight. Give me Baltimore plus the 155. Opposite picks. We got a little bit of everything tonight. NBA going to go with Orlando plus 10. OKC plus 11. San Antonio minus 2. Minnesota plus nine and a half. Memphis plus four and a half. Hockey, San Jose, Pickham. Baseball, Baltimore plus the 155. Opposite picks on this Monday, April 26th.
right, as always, uh, we'll post that on the website uh, after the show, and you'll you'll be all set. We've got the trends posted, or at least we will get them posted anyway, on the uh, the baseball page and then the uh, – well, no baseball trends yet, but uh, on the uh, hockey page and then the NBA tra- uh, page as well uh, at OppositePick.com. So don't worry about crashing your car and need to pull stuff over. Although you could, again, listen to it back-to-back if you wanted to. little seven-pack for you. So let's recap everything. Seven-pack of opposite picks. Uh, we got a, a second six-team parlay going. We're going to play the Stankies uh, and Denver, the Nuggets. Uh, we're going to go. Uh, we're going to take a pass on our one that we're five and zero on. Uh, we won with Philadelphia yesterday. We're, we'll, we'll play that tomorrow. We'll see if we like something tomorrow. We need one more for a winner, so we got to make sure we really, really love it. Uh, so we'll pass on that one, but we'll start our second one. Our pyramid of winners: best NBA play tonight. Denver laying four and a half. Our prop, we're going to go uh, over 22.5 Michael Porter Jr. Uh, he, more than anyone else, uh, not not Joker, not Aaron Gordon, none of those guys. Porter Jr. is the one that's really stepped up his play with Murray out. His point totals have gone over. Uh, they, they bumped the line finally on it, but still, uh, I do like the over. I think it'll be a high-scoring game. Memphis is going to be gas, so uh, we'll go over 22.5 points Michael Porter Jr. Baseball only playing one. Uh, you you got to go to Yankees against Baltimore. Hockey only playing one. Arizona pick them against San Jose. Our hockey prop, you don't have a lot to choose from tonight. We're going to go over two and a half. Jacob Chikrin. Um, it it kind of stretches it. it. It breaks our rules, which I'll get to here in a second, but uh, over two and a half uh, for uh, Chikrin from Arizona. And then uh, if you're only, only going to play one, uh, you got to play the Stankies. Yeah, they just own Baltimore. So, and it's a Harvey. So, take the Stankies minus one sixty-five. If ultimately you're only going to play one. Yesterday we won with our NBA play Washington. Lost with Westbrook for our prop. Lost baseball Oakland. Uh, won Tampa Bay and lost with the uh, Taylor Hall with our prop. And then our play of the day was Taylor Hall as well. Uh, that was the loser. So NBA we're still twenty-one and eleven. NBA prop we're fifteen and fifteen. Hockey we're twenty-two and fifteen. Props were 20 and 11 for plus 800. Play of the day baseball were 9 and 8 for plus 100. And uh, playing only, only one were 22 and 12 for plus 615. So pretty good. Going to add on uh, shots on goal. Uh, We've talked about it, but we're going to actually make a little segment on it. And here are the rules because we've had a lot of success with these, as as clearly our props, uh, shots on goal, uh, 20 and 11 indicates. Here are our rules. We, We got two or three of them. One. We need to find a guy who averages at least three shots on goal, preferably four or three and a half, but he's got to average at least three. Two, he has to play in a team or he has to be playing a team that allows 31 shots on goal or more. You generally have anywhere from five. I update it every Monday. I'll do it later today. But between five and 10 teams that allow 31 shots on goal or more. So you got to have a guy who averages three shots. He has to be playing a team that gives up a lot of shots. And then the third one, which is the most important of all, FanDuel has to have that line at two and a half. If they have it at three, he averages three and a half. Eh, we, we could stretch the rules, but ideally, no. Uh, they do enough faulty lines that we could capitalize on that. So he's got to average over three. He's got to be playing a lousy team. And the line has to be two and a half. So tonight, you really don't have any in that situation. Uh, Otto and Brady Kachuk is the only one that averages over three shots on goal, but his line is three and a half, so forget about that. Uh, Ricard Raquel 
averages just under three shots. His line is two and a half. If you want to have some fun, we'll, we'll do it. Uh, but, you know, we'll have two categories. Like, have a little fun and then, like, some star absolutes. So, Raquel over two and a half at minus uh, 110 for Anaheim. And uh, Jacob Chikrin, uh, two and a half for Arizona. He averages just under three as well. But close enough where, uh, you know, we'll have some fun. But not ideal, ideal, like monster, monster plays. So those are the two. So we'll, we'll keep an eye on uh, on that. Our hockey plays under Islanders, five and a half. Isles, 19 and four under on the road. Uh, Philadelphia playing New Jersey again. Devils now one and 14, their last 15 games after blowing last night's game. Um, and keep in mind now it's tough to put, you know, a, a lot of faith in Philadelphia, but remember last week when the devils scored six goals in the third period and nearly rallied from a six goal deficit to beat the penguins, they got smoked the last game, the next game against Pittsburgh. I'm thinking the same thing might happen tonight. Um, they played the, Oh no, no, you know what? That's Tuesday. I'm sorry. I'm giving you Tuesday's numbers. Uh, but keep in mind Tuesday, uh, maybe the same thing happens with New Jersey after blowing a game last night. So uh, our hockey plays tonight, Arizona, pick them in Colorado, minus 165. Uh, NBA, the, the two trend plays uh, or the trend plays tonight, Lakers, uh, Philadelphia, Washington, Knicks plus two, and over 226.5 Dallas and Sacramento. So, uh, and then you got the, the typical baseball trades that we uh, we always do. Our uh, poll question, real quickly, before we uh, take a break here, uh, Madison Bumgartner throwing a seven hitless inning. Should a seven hitter be considered a no hitter officially, even though it is for you and I? Uh, no way, fifty five percent. Yes, thirty five percent. Not sure, ten percent. Interesting. Go to opposite pick, get your vote in. All right, uh, take a break, and we'll come back and close up shop with a couple of stories. That we didn't have time to delve into opposite picks, Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM 204. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. All right, a couple stories here that we didn't have time to delve into too, too much. Just from over the weekend, we talked a little bit about it yesterday uh, during our morning show. But the MMA fight just shows once again how what what an idiotic, moronic sport that is. It's not even a sport. You know, two guys, the one guy breaking his leg in half, literally like he's Joe Theismann. It was that. I did watch it. That was pretty nasty looking, but what an idiotic sport. Two fights in which the guy kicks the opponent and the one guy can't fight anymore because his leg hurts, and then uh, the other guy breaks his leg in half. Yeah, what a great sport, MMA. What a stupid sport. What is the idiotic sport? And these guys make next to nothing as well. What a joke. Uh, College football. And I, I don't want to get encouraged, but I am. I always am when it comes to this stuff. But uh, they revealed this weekend that they are discussing changes to the playoff format. 
including adding teams like 6, 8, 10, 12, maybe even 16, you know, yep. given champions buys, you know, conference champions buys and different things. So they got a contract with the four-letter network, the evil one. They're, those are the ones that are really preventing this from happening. That ends uh, after the 2025-26 season. No reason why they couldn't just rip that up, but uh, – well, that would just be phenomenal. I don't know what they're dragging their feet on. It would be so popular. It's just, you know, getting these dopey bulls out of their system. Now, that's the thing. That's why they're dragging their feet. But otherwise, you really should have at least an 18 playoff. You really should. But the fact that they're talking about it, Okay, good news. Uh, Gronkowski, you know, ends up catching a football out of the airplane there, a helicopter. How about this to turn our country around? A Rob Gronkowski, Tim Tebow, Charles Barkley political ticket. Who wouldn't vote for that, huh? I'm telling you, if you could get those three to run on it, I don't care who the president is, that ticket would win hands down. Barkley, Gronk, and Tebow. Book it, Dano. All right, enjoy your Monday. We'll talk to you tomorrow right here. Opposite Pick Sports Good Radio.